This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl van der Merwe, and today at episode 111, I'm going to encourage everybody to code for one hour this week. So you may be wondering why this week. Well, the second week in December is the Computer Science Education Week. And for the last couple of years, it has also been the week that the hour of code has happened. That's the idea of the hour. And I think I was aware of this from the very first year it happened, long before I started my podcast. But uh, I have now, this week, since I've had my podcast, I actually do focus on the Hour of Code um, in the second week of December. So first of all, what is the Hour of Code? Well, to go to the Hour of Code, you go to hourofcode.com and it will take you to a page that links to lots of other activities. Um, The initiative came up because so many people did not know how to code. And as you know from other episodes where I've talked about the importance of coding, this is something that your children all do need to know. It doesn't really matter what field they're going to go into, in some way or another, they are likely to have to code in some way, just the same way as everybody has to use math and everybody has to be able to use English and to write. Even people who are no good at math know that you have to actually have a basic ability because otherwise, how do you work out which product is cheapest to buy in the store? And sure, you can use your calculator, but you have to understand what you're doing. You know, how do you work out how long it's going to take you to get from point A to point B? You know, there are so many times we use basic math in our daily lives, and it's going to be the same with coding. So the idea is that um, for one hour in the week, you would get groups of people. So I have done this um, often in real life where I've done it through 4-H, through our homeschool co-op, where we um, I've actually put it on and we've um, got a venue and encouraged people to come with devices and then together we've all coded. Many times this happens in schools where the schools are encouraged to stop for an hour and to code. And to make it easy, the Hour of Code has this website, as I told you, hourofcode.com, and the links will, to the website and anything else I mentioned will be in the show notes. You can find those at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Anyway, on this page, there are lots of tutorials, and over the years, it has really grown. So there are many, many different tutorials that you can do, and they all take about an hour. And so for an hour, you and your children can code. So when I said everybody, I did mean you as well. So when you get there, um, right near the top, it gives you the option of try it. And you click on that and it takes you to the activities page. And this is extremely cool. First of all, you can choose your language in the top right hand corner, but then you choose the grade, pre-reader, two to five, six through eight or nine plus. So it doesn't matter how old your child is. Well, if they're babies, obviously not but sort of from kindergarten up, they can participate. Then you'll see uh, blocks that go beginner or comfortable. So somebody who already has some coding can click on comfortable. If you have no idea or just starting out, click on beginner. Then you can sort by recommended or most popular. Um, Created by, and these 
you'll see those are all the different partners. Lots of different places that provide coding or create languages have all um, come in to be partners here and to provide this free of charge. And you can pick if you want a specific one. Then you get to choose the technology you have. Do you have a computer, Android, iPad, iPhone, screen reader, poor or no internet or no computers or devices? Because yes, there are even activities um, which we know as unplugged activities. And in fact, I have a whole episode on them where you can learn about computational thinking and how a computer works without actually using a computer. You can also pick different topics um, and the length. So you probably will take the one hour, but there are some longer ones if you want that. And then you can choose either blocks, which is the drag and drop blocks like scratches. You could use typing, which literally you have to type in what you're doing. So those are languages like Java, JavaScript and Python or other, which is um, kind of a mixture of different options. Now I've done what I always do and I have gone and gone through a number of these myself. And so let me just give you some highlights and these might help you choose which ones that you do with your children. And I would say do it with your children, sit with them. It only takes an hour and you can do something together or if you've got various different ranges, they can all do their own thing and you can show each other what you're doing. Do listen on to the end or fast forward if you don't want to know about this because I do have two special things I do want to tell you about and you don't want to miss those. So the first one I'm going to mention is called Disney Collusion. Code Illusion, sorry. Media Art Adventure with Mickey. This is JavaScript and it's for grades two to eight. And um, there's actually quite a long sort of backstory as you get in there first, so just hang in there. We have various characters coming in and setting the scene and talking. And Mickey has somehow arrived in some sort of magic kingdom place and he has to help them use magic to uh, solve some problem they have with people. I missed the entire thing. I was trying to go fast because I wanted to just do as many as I could. But it's JavaScript and you're sort of taken through it and these tutorials, you have to do three tutorials and then you get the option of getting into a book and there's more tutorials and there's another one and you keep collecting them. And the tutorials are pretty short and they are, um, they really take you step by step. So you can speed it up because you have to just follow it through. So uh, I didn't do that much because it was taking a long time. But most of these are like this, where the Java or whatever it's in, they really like tell you what to do and you really can't go too wrong. So they're taking your hand and walking you through it. And you might think, well, what's the point? I'm not really learning to code. No, you're not. It's giving you the idea what coding is, how you code. Um, and it just starts to open up that world to people who have no idea. The next one is Design Your Own Maze, um, and it's for, uh, for ages, for grade six plus, and it's also JavaScript. And in this one, you actually like, create the maze. So you they help you walk you through how to, um, you know, put to use JavaScript to actually build up a maze. And every time you do a little bit, and then you actually sort of try it out. So it's pretty cool. Then there's uh, one that's videos that walks you through how to design a a card for grandparents in Scratch. Scratch is one of the languages that I teach and uh, they have a um, pretty nice tutorial like that. That's for grades two to eight and that's a drag and drop language. You don't have to um, be able to type in the exact commands or anything else. You just you slot the blocks together like a jigsaw puzzle. Then um, I really like this one. It's, by, it's called Codesters Code Your Own PSA uh, and here you get to make up your own announcement and they kind of work, 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 let's try this again, walk you through how to do that. They start off and they actually show you what you're going to be doing, which I really enjoyed that. They tell you to run it and you see exactly what 
will happen. Then they take you through and help you to design something very similar. And uh, I think the instructions were perhaps one of the best in this particular one. You couldn't really go wrong. Some of the others I was like looking around thinking, okay, what to do next? And then realizing, oh, I've got to click on validate or, oh, I've got to click run. So if your kids do get a bit stuck, go and have a look and you may just need to help them. Um, they're not necessarily not paying attention. It's just some of them I, I did find a little, a little difficult. In fact, codable one, I couldn't figure out what to do at all, even after having watched the instructions. I gave up on that one. Anyway, um, but your your own um, announcement is your, your own PSA, um, and as I said, it's it's pretty nice, and that's in Python, so another language. Then, if you've got very little kids, there's one for non-readers that I had a look at. It's Code Monkey Junior pre-coding for preschoolers. They literally just click on the blocks they want, and there is a little monkey, and you've got to get him to a. Uh, I think he's getting him to the treasure chest. I think it's a treasure chest you're making him walk towards. And at the bottom, there is just um, arrows that go left or right and up and down. And they just have to grab the blocks and put, he must go left, he must go left, then he must go right, and whatever it is. And then you hit on the run, and you see him follow the directions, and either he gets to where you should get to, or he w he doesn't. But there is, for that to say, no reading required. Something that some of the older kids might like, it's grades nine and up, is build your own chatbot in Python. So this is where they start to learn about artificial intelligence, as well as getting an opportunity to actually create something. Then there is a space adventure, um, write code and catch bananas. This is one of them that is less hand-holding. Well, you know, they show you what to do, but then you actually have to think through and it's looking at um, computational thinking and uh, the students here have to, it's again a monkey and uh, the monkey one from Code Monkey. But here you've got to tell the, comp tell the monkey how to reach the bananas. And so you've got to think through, he must go left, he must go left, now he must go up. And you, they have to actually like put the code in to make that work. Um, that's aimed at grades two through eight. And finally, the one that I enjoyed the most and then got completely stuck on, so if you're you or your kids do it, please tell me what I was doing wrong. It's Professor Photon's Color Conundrum by Code Adventures. And it's great, six and up, and, um, and I, it is definitely challenging. And it's computational thinking focused, so there's no language involved. And in fact, it's like a breakout room. You start the thing and it tells you you have an hour and can you solve everything and um, get out in the hour. And you see this clock kicking down as you go. And there's five different major challenges to go through. Um, I got stuck in the middle one where the purple color comes in and you have to put in. It's obviously something to do with... Uh, color at that point and numbers and you're busy uh, having to click zeros and ones and color a huge big block in. Until then I did pretty well. Um, they introduced binary and it, it is definitely much more critical thinking oriented. Would be fun to maybe do together as a family if you have older kids. But I just don't know and there are no hints <laughs> or none that I could see. So I got halfway through and just got horribly stuck and I would love to know how to solve this. Now these, although this is the Hour of Code week, none of these are going to disappear. So you can go back and play these later. If this is a busy week for you, go and look at it next week or the following or next semester. But I do have a few things for you that do need to be actioned quickly. First of all, this week, just because it's computer science week, doing something I've never done before and discounting 
our beginner Scratch and our beginner Python class from the usual $55 to $35. No coupon is required. Just simply go on and grab it before um, Sunday night. These are the same as our full semester classes, but I broke them down into five weeks so that people who just want to see, oh, is my kid really going to stick with this? Or if you want to use vacations to do it, so you could do it now over Christmas and then they could carry on and do some more over the summer. Um, if, you, if they eventually do the beginner, intermediate and advanced, that is the same as the full semester class. So it's, they're not different things, so don't do both. But this is a good way, Scratch is drag and drop, good for younger kids, Python um, from middle school and up, where they actually have to type in the language, but uh, we'll put the links for those, or you can just go to Show Sponsor, Funder, Funder Academy, and you will just um, go look for in the store for the five-week computer lessons, that's the ones you're looking for, and then select the Python or the Scratch. The other thing to tell you about is, again, show host of Funder Funder Academy, where I teach, has a Christmas scratch contest. It costs $5, and for that, children actually get taught first how to use Scratch to create an interactive scene, and then they get to create their own. And we will give prizes to the best ones. So this is a great project to do over the Christmas vacation. Uh, I think it's due on the 24th, so don't take too long to get into it, but it doesn't take your children long to do. And again, it's just the first introduction to Scratch that they'd have, and they get to try it out and see if they like it. If your kid has already done some Scratch, they can still do that contest. We actually have two different tracks. There's the beginner track and there's the veteran track. So if your child has already done some Scratch, they need to do that one. It challenges them to make something a little bit fancier, and uh, so at least, but the newbies won't be competing against those who have knowledge. I really hope I've encouraged you to go and try some programming this week, please. If you've never programmed before and if your kids never have, take this opportunity. It is going to be part of the future of your children and this is a great, easy, fun way to get them involved. So that's all from me. If you enjoyed this episode, I would ask you to share it with a friend and rate us and review us wherever you're getting um, your podcasts and I will see you again same time same place next week thanks for tuning in to homeschooling with technology with Meryl Vandermerva visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com homeschooling with technology is a production of the ultimate homeschool radio network